what we're doing here is we're really starting to understand what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis that lights you up, that gets you excited, that is a walk in the park for you because you love doing it and you're really good at it versus the things that you hate doing and you're just basically shit at. Hello and welcome to How Not To Run A Business with me, your host, Jeremy Jacobs, a podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to work for themselves. Each week, I bring you real, honest, and down-to-earth conversations about success, failure, and how not to run a business, all in service of you living a life you love and achieving your version of success. Welcome to episode 34. Thank you for joining me. It's me, Jeremy. I'm here. You're here. And we're going to be talking in this episode about doing more of the things that you love and less of the things that you hate or you're not very good at. And I'm going to be making a bold claim. I'm going to be coming up with a new way of looking at things. And I haven't been able to find anything like this on the internet. And I've stolen, I've plagiarized, I've borrowed, whatever word you want to use to describe what I've done with uh, with this thing. Uh, just choose a word, I don't really care. I'm going to be explaining all of that. But this episode is all about you having a life and a business that you love. Hey, how exciting is that? I'm excited about it. So I'm going to start off by introducing you or reminding you, one of the two, you may or may not have heard of this, of the Eisenhower Matrix. Now, have you heard of this before? It's a time management tool which is really effective at helping you decide what to focus on. A really important thing because when you're running your own business, whether or not you've got a reasonably good sized team or whether by your, you're by yourself, you're having to make decisions about how to prioritize your time because if you allow life to just happen and you don't make decisions about what's important and what's urgent and what needs to be done now and tomorrow and next week, then life can feel very overwhelming and particularly when you're starting a business or you're in your early stages, heck, at any stage, as long as you don't have a handle on this or if you don't have a handle on this rather then it can become overwhelming and this tool the Eisenhower matrix is uh, a very effective tool in helping you to decide what to do what not to do and when to do it so history is a bit sketchy on this I've tried to do my research the name Eisenhower matrix does come after the 34th US president and oh I've just made a realization 34th US president 34th episode of how not to run a business if you're into your fate and numbers and weird coincidences then you might go oh that's interesting um or you might not anyway just notice that so uh Eisenhower president Eisenhower came we think came I think came up with this um of all the research I've done online it's a bit sketchy but who cares anyway it's named after him and it's uh, I'm going to put a link to to it on the resource page on how not to run a business uh, resource page um, so you can go to um, jeremyjacobs.co.uk and then go on to uh, podcast resources um, and you can go and have a look at that if you haven't seen it before and so I'm going to very briefly describe what it is because that will set the context of what I'm talking about so where what the idea behind it is is that you create a box and on one side you have four squares 
and on the left hand side you have important not important and then across the top you have urgent not urgent this is going to be quite interesting to try and describe this because this is an audio medium and i don't have the ability to show you a visual um so if something is in the in the top left hand box that is going to be important and urgent so that's something that you should do straight away and then on the top right hand side you're going to have important not urgent and that is something that you need to do but it doesn't need to be done like immediately so you can uh, you can basically schedule that in so you decide on a time to schedule that in and then on the bottom left you'll have not important but urgent so that is something that for you as an individual it's not important that you do it but it's urgent and needs to be done so that will be something you would delegate out to someone else so that might be um, filling out uh, 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 doing your finances um, or uh, posting something on social media something that is important it's not important that you do it because you, someone else can do it but you it needs to be done so you need to delegate that and then in the bottom right hand corner you have not important not urgent and that's something that you should delete so you've got do decide delegate delete it's very pretty straightforward really and then you can use that matrix to look at the tasks that you have in hand and then you can decide whether or not you're going to do them whether you're going to delay them or decide later or do it later you're going to delegate them to someone else or whether you're just going to get rid of them completely because they're not urgent and they're not imp important well the example that i found online it said under delete watch television checking social media sorting through junk mail i mean i don't know maybe that is something you're gonna to have to do at some point these are just ideas they're just structures they're just tools they're not like this is the only way to do things we can of course pull them apart and question them but what i've been thinking about for quite some time and it's i've actually shared this with some of my clients um and this is about you doing more of what you love and what you enjoy now this is going to throw up a few questions or challenges from people because I keep on and I always say and I keep on about the fact that there are things in your business that you are going to have to do and I remember actually talking about this concept about two years ago maybe a year and a half ago um, on Clubhouse um, when I used to use this audio app Clubhouse and I was talking about the Eisenhower matrix and this overlaying of another level on top of it which I'm going to share with you now, which I haven't seen anywhere else. So should we call it the, the Jacobs Matrix? Because that's me, Jeremy Jacobs. Jacobs Matrix, yeah? It's sort of, sort of like plagiarized and stolen something and then layered a new layer. Or oh, Eisenhower uh, Matrix uh, point 2.0, whatever you want to call it. But I haven't seen this anywhere else. So if you find something else that's out there that was created before this time, then they can claim uh, they, can claim they invented it. If not, then it's me. Hooray. So this is taking the same format and I'm going to put a, uh, a something you can download to, to follow this, but it's it's very straightforward. And it's you can still use the Eisenhower matrix alongside this. But what we're going to do is we're going to take all the tasks and the things that you do. And this is more on a general level. So it, it might not necessarily be individual tasks. It might be areas within your business 
So that might be marketing, it might be sales, it might be finances. And then there could even be the tasks within that. So it might be uh, forecasting versus bookkeeping versus, say with marketing, posting on social media, uh, strategy, uh, advertising, paid media. Like, like there's a very long list of activities that go on with your business or it could be um, specific tasks. But what we're going to do is we're going to take the list of activities that you have to perform and then we're going to apply them in a similar way to the Eisenhower matrix. What we're going to do is we're going to categorize them into things that you're good at doing, things that you're not good at doing, things you love doing and things you loathe doing. What we're doing here is we're really starting to understand what it is that you do on a day-to-day -day basis that lights you up, that gets you excited, that is a walk in the park for you because you love doing it and you're really good at it versus the things that you hate doing and you're just basically shit at. And it's not a judgment and it's not a bad thing. Don't beat yourself up about this. Uh, some of us might think that we're amazing at everything, but the reality is that we're not skilled at absolutely everything within our business and we are going to be doing things that we really don't enjoy and so the whole purpose of this conversation and this exercise is to think about what things are you good at and you absolutely love and what are the on the opposite end of that scale the things that you absolutely loathe and you're not very good at because those two things are quite obvious in my view the things you love doing and you're good at doing you should be doing more of and the things that you hate and you're not very good at you should delegate off to someone else all of these activities are activities that have to happen within your business but i want you to be doing more of the stuff you love so that you can show up to your business and to the work that you do with more enjoyment and more fulfillment it comes with the caveat of course that there are going to be times where there are things that you do or you have to do that you don't like doing or you're not particularly good at the main reason that you're not able to delegate or uh, give that work to someone else to do might be because you don't have the resources and the money to do it and that's particularly true for uh, early stage businesses startups against established businesses but i often work and speak to a lot of business owners who are caught in this trap of doing a lot of things that they don't enjoy or they're not very good at and they feel a sense of obligation and by doing this exercise you can start to pick apart everything you're doing and start to see what tasks you can think about either getting rid of or delegating to someone else and this may not happen straight away but if you can do that piece of work and start to think about okay what do I need to be able to outsource this work to someone else then you can start to put that into your forecast and your plans to think about well what would I need to pay someone to do this can I do that right now if I can't do that right now then what is it going to take for me to be able to outsource that it's worth also at this point thinking about the opportunity cost of you doing a particular task that could be done by someone else for a lesser cost. So let's take, for example, bookkeeping. Let's say you're a cons uh, consultant or a coach or you're a marketing professional and you're charging yourself out at, let's say, 
100 pounds an hour for example and then you find a bookkeeper that could do the work for you at 50 pounds an hour now those prices are just made up i don't know what the actual cost of those two things they might be very different but i'm just using that as an example then it would make sense for you to pay someone to do for example the bookkeeping and then that means that you're able to focus your time and your energy on what you're good at and what you enjoy and then you're actually saving yourself money in the long term because when you look at these tasks that you're doing you have to also question are these tasks admin tasks or are they generating revenue revenue generating activities rgas or you can call them revenue generating tasks whatever you want to call them but those tasks that are moving your business forwards are generating revenue one of the most common mistakes i see people make and i'll hold my hands up now and say i have done it in the past is not focusing your energy and attention on what your business needs right now this is particularly true if you're a solo entrepreneur you're working for yourself you're responsible for all parts of your business but you don't yet have a team or you don't have freelancers or you don't have um, VAs or support staff yet and you're doing everything yourself and you don't have the resources and the money essentially to pay someone else to do certain tasks for you business development and sales is the most obvious example because if you don't have someone that's doing that for you then you're going to need to be doing it yourself and if you look back at your time sheets or your time records or you think about what you've done over the last few weeks how much of that is direct revenue generating activities you're going to have client work or work for your customers or you might be developing a new product or service. There are going to be admin tasks that you need to do. But essentially, the things that you're doing within your business can be broken down into revenue generating activities or not. They all go towards making your business work and growing your business. But if you don't have enough client work coming in, then you're going to need to generate leads, you're going to need to generate new business. Client work is technically considered as revenue generating activities because you're doing work that is generating revenue for the business uh, marketing for example is considered to be a revenue generating activity but it's really focusing in on those activities that are going to make the biggest difference and the biggest impact within your business and then if you think about the admin tasks or the things which aren't necessarily going to directly correlate to more revenue but still need to be done then that is where most of this work will show up the things that aren't generating revenue but also that you're not very good at and you don't enjoy doing and those are the things that you should be passing off to other people now just to mention also that there are going to be some activities that you do enjoy doing but you're not very good at that is a, then a decision for you to make about whether you develop yourself more in those areas or whether you really need to make a uh, a wise decision and say look I really enjoy doing this but I'm not very good at it I'm actually going to pass these off as well and if when you do this exercise and you reflect on the work that you're doing you look back and you realize that actually you're spending 75% of your week doing things that you don't particularly enjoy and you're not very good at then it makes complete sense 
for you to look at removing those tasks from your task list and passing them on to someone else. But by applying this template, if you will, over the tasks that you do, where you look at what you're good at, what you're not so good at, what you're what you love doing and what you loathe doing, then you can start to look at those tasks in a different way. When you start removing those things that you hate doing and you're not very good at, then that is instantly going to make your business and your life a lot more enjoyable. So I'm going to wrap it up there. It's a short, it's a punchy episode this week. I'm going to put the download for you on the resource page if you want to go and have a look at that. I'll have all the instructions and, and what you need to do to go through that process. And it's something for you to think about, right? I've mentioned the fact that there are going to be tasks at times that you're going to have to do that you're not so good at or you're not a lover of. That is the fact of life. It's something we have to do when we run our own business. But I want you to start thinking about what are the things that you love doing and you're good at doing and prioritizing those and also making sure that whatever your targets and your goals right now within your business, whether that's generating more sales and revenue or uh, working on your marketing or forecasting and planning for the year and your strategy, you put those at the top of your priority list. And if you're not good at them and you're not an expert in them and you don't like doing them, then go and find someone else that does. If you're not good at marketing, for example, and you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Don't force yourself. You need to work out a way of being able to get the investment and the money together to pay someone to do that. But there's plenty of marketing people out there and a wide range of budgets to suit your needs. So you can go and find someone. It is possible. But sitting at your desk day in, day out, struggling, getting frustrated over trying to do something that you don't enjoy, you're not very good at, it just makes no sense. And I see people doing it all the time. And I've done it. But these kinds of conversations is a reminder to stop and think about this and just take a moment to 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 re relook at your business and what you're doing in your business and start doing more of the things you love and you're good at. So if you've got any questions, reach out as always. Thank you very much for listening. And I will be back next week with another great episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. This has been How Not to Run a Business with your host, me, Jeremy Jacobs. If you like this conversation and you want to hear more, then make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And whilst you're there, if you want to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And my profile name is Jeremy Jacobs UK. Or you can check out my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on trying, keep on failing, keep on succeeding.